of Australian Idol 2023 that's a little number from Kevin McLeod. It's called Cuban Sandwich. Wow. Mm. Kevin McLeod's a good mate. He is. Shout out to Kevin um, McLeod. He's helped many a low budget production. Yep. And some high budget productions. Which is what we're here to talk about today, Georgia. We're going to be talking all things Bachelor. Australian Bachelor started this week. We're also going to be talking about your special segments returning for the first time this cycle. Mm, something fishy. Hey, <laughs> I like that. Without further ado, Catherine, I think we should get straight into it. Absolutely. Part of the excitement about MasterChef is the adventure of great home cooks coming in and... We're not really going to talk about shows, are we? No, we're going to be giving you a little bit of more of a newsy sort of segment. We're calling it our check-in. A, che- a reality check-in. Mm-hmm. So this time's more about, well, well, you know, reality shows end. They do. And they tend to end pretty dramatically each season. Sunrise, sunset. Usually with a winner. Now, what do do you think majority of reality shows mm-hmm. the winner is the genuine winner? I've always wondered this because or is it just a trick? They just made up the fan favorites. Well, I mean, I've always thought in the past with Idol and stuff like that. Yeah, sometimes maybe marketability and stuff like that. Yeah, it may be skewed a little bit. Well, I think there was at one point where. Um, where one of the singers, I can't remember which season or who it mm. was, but I think Mark Holden used to give her bad reviews mm-hmm. and it would always get her more votes. Mm. And then if you gave her a good review, she'd get less votes. And my mum was convinced yeah. he'd say bad things about her so that she'd get voted up. Ooh. Yep. It's a possibility. Yep. But yeah, this pretty much happened on MasterChef. It wrapped up for another season. And um, it was an interesting season, let's give it that much. But the finale, oh, my gosh. First of all, before we even get into the controversy, it was the longest finale in the history of the world. It went for, like, five hours. Like, you know when you have a lot – There's a difference between having a live finale where they can't control sometimes and, you know, it does go a bit longer. But when it's pre-recorded, it's already been filmed. It's from – it's months old. Oh, No. At one point, although, I mean, in their last round, mm. they cooked for six hours. Oh, my God. Like, nah. I'm good on them condensing it down. I want to know who does the girls' makeup on MasterChef because how does it hold up for as long as it does? It's insane. Looking, see, the thing with this show is yeah. they kept giving them, like, eights and nines. Mm. That stuff they were cooking was not deserving of an eight no. and nine. I mean, it's nothing I could do, but considering they were meant to be In elite, the finale. They were elite in this competition. Yeah, they the had gotten the all best. the way to the yeah. end. And then the things just looked yeah. kind of a bit, oh. And then pretty much there was a controversy with the judging at the end of the show. Yeah. Where um, most of the time with the judges, the the scoring's pretty consistent. They always get a similar sort of mark from each judge. Yeah. Yeah, Ex- and you can usually guess who's going to give yeah, what Yeah, like if George is going to throw an eight out there, so is Gary and so is Matt. Yeah. Except for <laughs> the finale. <laughs> there was one point difference between... Well, Which, I mean, is crazy close. Mm-hmm. 
and Diana needed one point higher, so she needed a nine or a ten in order to win MasterChef. Yep. Her cook was a lot more... Her cook was a bit... Like, it didn't look right. It wasn't as... It was pretty stressful. Yeah. Anyway, um... She made a lot of mistakes. Yeah. So she got eight across the board until Matt then mentioned, oh, so you need a nine or higher from me to win. So therefore, I gave you a nine. Did he give her a nine? To win, to well, win I mean, the but the thing is, they do their scoring beforehand. Well, so allegedly, did they do their mm. scoring beforehand? He knew what his number was, and yeah. he knew how dramatic it was going to be. But do the producers have any kind of? I'd love to know. Say, do they order and them? The thing specifically is, for yeah. the drama, because maybe it's just the re- the real numbers, but the way the producers yeah. have set it up, mm. they do it to make it more dramatic, it, possibly. And the thing is, true with MasterChef, they've got a pretty placid audience. Like, you don't have any. Like, if you were to go on Twitter while MasterChef's on, yeah. it's like, ha-ha, this lit on fire or something. There's nothing, like, really, like, malicious about any of the contestants yeah, or anything exactly. like that. So for them to get a response like they have after this finale, and they've really annoyed a lot really of people. really seemed mm. fake. She did not deserve a nine for that. Yeah. But the other guys was much better. Yeah, and a lot of people are now thinking, well, because she was more consistent across the season. Yeah. Oh, that's possible. That Maybe they were like, she's more deserving Mm. in general. Yeah, instead of in the moment, which is what it's meant to be judged on. Yeah. So, yeah, so MasterChef has gotten a little bit... Because I know you can tell that's kind of what happens Mm. in other shows. Yeah. Where they're like, this person has been not doing a good job the whole time. Like, the thing is, it's not as if MasterChef's a struggling show. It consistently pulls big audiences for 10. So it's not as if they need any of that sort of stuff. Definitely. And then, but then there's even, there's this picture online. Mm. We don't know, we have no um, source on how accurate this picture is. It might be shopped. But it's got the scoreboards in the background and it has a different winner. Mm. It shows the guy winning. Because what's so confusing with this, like with finales in general, a lot of the time with live finales, they often go wrong. And we've seen that in the past. We've seen that with Top Model. We've seen it with the Oscars. We've, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So a lot of the time they opt for a pre-recorded finale, but they shoot two possible versions. Which I think is very – does that mean that they each have to fake winning? Yeah. Because it seems very real. And then they air whoever wins at the end. But with MasterChef, I don't think that is a needed – you know what I mean? Because I know they want to keep it under wraps who wins. Yeah. Because there's not a lot necessary. of people in the room. Yeah. So, you know, anyone could find out. But does that – so that means that they give – they write one of the real scores mm. and then one fake scores. Yes. But there'd be no way to actually know which yeah. one was real. And as we said, this image we've seen, it's going around a little bit. We don't know whether it's been edited and photoshopped and stuff like that. But it's interesting, that's for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, see, you could then – the producers really could just pick mm. whichever the ending they wanted yeah, and exactly. be like, this one's the real one. Yeah. And the thing is with MasterChef, you don't know if this sort of thing could affect – the longevity of the show. Like, I mean, it's going on for it's been going on for years. But even if it's just a little thing like that, yeah, it might rub people up the wrong way. Considering there's so much competition out there now, yeah. But then there's also shows like um, Ninja Warrior. Yeah, oh, finished this go. week. And yeah. now this one. First of all, really weird that it only went for three weeks. I know it was we so literally short. just talked about it. Yeah, and now it's finished. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a strange way to do it. I think and it was playing every night. Fifty wasn't contestants it? Yeah. too. Like that's very quick. <laughs> but see, this one is. I think the um the the obstacle course is a standard international mm, course yeah. is what they use every time. And the host did say that there has never been somebody who finished yeah. the course in the first season yeah. of each country. 
Well, but surprise, surprise, <laughs> nobody won. And like from a finale, you want like a real triumphant moment like sort of moment yeah you want somebody you to don't woo. want someone being like oh look no one finished the course however so did, yeah xyz you know went so the I quickest th- does that mean that there was no ninja warrior there was a winner however no, he just said he got the the got performance the of the night yeah but there was no like, like you're australian yeah. ninja warrior it didn't happen yeah it was weird actually none of them got because you had to get through six mm. obstacles in 65 seconds, nobody got even close. No. I think the furthest they got was like mm. to the third obstacle. So would you say that you'd prefer an easier course? Yeah, and should they have actually... rigged it so that somebody won? Mm. Or should they have just let it? Because if they if somebody had won, I yeah. feel like that would have been more triumphant and it probably would have had more conversation yeah. instead of this anticlimactic, oh, okay. Yeah, well, because that's the thing. It had so, such a strong start. Yeah. We loved it when we watched it the first time. Yeah. And online it was just going nuts. And so for it to all of a sudden just sort of just finished. peter out. Yeah. Like, oh, nobody made it. All right, yeah. see you then. We're all not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like nobody won all the – because, you know, if you had a, a ninja warrior, yeah. they'd then have like their TV show and oh yeah, and news articles everywhere and there was none. And there wasn't there was a lot of that. media either. It was pretty much just Channel 9 we're interested in and that yeah. was it. You didn't and have any outsourced sort of media on There was no like talk shows with the winner. There was nothing because there no, was no winner. No radio interviews, nothing. How would you feel about MasterChef if nobody won? Oh, gosh, that would kill me. It would be so – it's just um, it's no, just this okay. weird – Kind Imagine. Of, oh, all right, finished. See ya. Imagine sitting through another three-hour finale mm-hmm. with no result oh, at all. Wow. Well done, everybody. You've managed it. But imagine the people that have watched Ninja Warrior every mm. single episode. Yeah. They watched all of them every night. They're like, oh, Ninja Warrior, better, better get mm. ready to watch this. And then it just nothing happened. No. Yeah, see, that's the – and like – And for a show that has such high energy all the time. Yeah. Uh, see, one of the things is they do have – so that they didn't spoil and things, they have um, some of the crew do the course mm. and that's what they show when they're showing you all the obstacles. They show a crew member yeah. going through it. But, they uh, said one of their experts managed to get through mm. the course. Yeah. Which is sad. That means they don't get to be the Ninja Warwick because they were exactly. working behind the scenes. Oh, if I was that crew member, I'd be bragging. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I you'll those. refer to me as the Ninja Warrior, nothing else. I will not wear a black top anymore. I will wear a cape. I, I think the fact that they didn't then go, mm. I feel like there would have been more controversy if nobody had finished and then they'd adjusted it so somebody mm. could, so somebody could win. But I feel like that would have been worse. Like this one was very honest. Well, I mean, that's true, but th- it's not television, though. Like, you want an event out of yeah, a finale, exactly. you know? But is that – do we need mm. an event for the show to be good? I think it's just because we're so used to having one. We want unreal- re- unreality <laughs> TV. Yeah. We want – we just want scripted reality television. Basically. That, yeah, that's – this is just proving that mm. unless it's fake, it's no good. Maybe MasterChef had to rig it. Yeah. For there do to you be think Ninja Warrior is going to come back? I think it might. I think it it, dry, it drove enough excitement during mm. its season that it totally could come Do you reckon out. it'll be longer this time? Well, the second season? Maybe. And they'll probably fine-tune it a little bit too because every first season of a reality show is a bit rough. Yeah, that's true. Mm. That's definitely true. And um, But because the Australian media is so much reality now, do we have time to see it again? I think we do. I think it definitely had enough popularity mm. that it is worth them doing and it'd yeah. be easy to film because they – could do it all in like two weeks. That's true. It'd be easy. They just have to film the same shots over and over. Mm. You don't need any cast. You only need three hosts and an audience and you're done. There you go. There's your show. Mm. Well, there you go. So that is our check-in for sort of 
I would say for a couple of weeks at least because everything's just starting off. We've got Survivor mm. coming soon. Batchy, which we'll be talking about next. But I don't know. I feel a bit disappointed. You do? About about just shows ending? I just feel like, I don't know, back in the day. Yeah. Remember when finales were like a spectacle and they'd like hire out Luna Park or you know what I mean? It was like a big thing. The Australian oh, Idol Grand Final, the no, Sydney the Opera House. the first Big Brother ended. Yes. When they had, like these guys had no idea what was mm. coming though and then they walked out yeah. the door and there was a massive audience. Yeah, exactly. Standing there and you that could hear them shouting from inside yeah. the house. Whereas like for the MasterChef finale... Yeah. The only like other external audience was family. Yeah. It came. was like the MasterChef previous yeah. contestants and their it's family. Just a big meh. And a big clap. Mm-hmm. And you're like, go home now. Yeah. No, I think I, but I mean, like, even with the voice and stuff, because they had their issue with pre recording Katy Perry stuff. Oh, did they? Yeah. So what happened was because of her schedule, yeah. when it was meant to be live, and I'm using inverted commas here, she was on a plane out of Australia. Oh, and everybody knew that. Mm-hmm. So, so there isn't an actual live finale now. That yeah, is what you know goes what I mean. Live, does it? No, and I think it's because people are scared something will go wrong. Yeah, which is part of a live finale. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And and like the benefit with a live finale is you don't really have to worry about anyone exactly. knowing the ending. And like for Sarah Murdoch, like sure, she's traumatized from the experience where she read out the wrong winner for top model, and so much so it's now in the intro of our podcast. But. You know what I mean? That's something that gets people talking. Yeah. It definitely. was a huge stuff up. See, then the thing is, if they would they start doing those on purpose? Well, I for I the d- drama. I just I miss the Australian Idol finale. I miss the Sydney Opera House. It was so good. All, you go to Sydney. If you want your reality show to do really well, just pick a huge landmark and just film it there live. Yeah. Film it at Dreamworld. Um. <laughs> Eiffel Tower, wherever you are in the world. Yeah, just Disney, oh, a Disneyland finale. Oh, my God. Imagine a big brother at Disneyland. <sighs> Disney, and get in can... contact. <laughs> you could definitely hook. Yeah, but everyone comes in there like mascot. So, like, it'll be like Winnie the Pooh's here and Woody and, you know, an unexpected relationship between Cinderella and, I don't know, the l- raccoon from Pocahontas. Oh, yes. Very nice. Always knew there was chemistry there. That's our first check-in for this season. But now it's time to talk about what we love the most, which is reality shows. We're going to go straight into The Bachelor. It was the moment that broke Australia's heart. I came here to fall in love, and I have. It's with someone else. Over time, wounds do heal, and the prospect of falling in love again is more exciting than anything else. The Bachelor. Coming soon to 10. I'm very excited. <laughs> the Bachelor's back, everybody. Round of applause in the studio. Yes. <laughs> um, this show's disgraceful. I hated it so much. It was... Why? It was so bad, Catherine. No. So if people, if you've been living under a rock, The Bachelor is where, well, for The Bachelor season, a man is put into a sea of women and at the end he can only pick one. To be his girlfriend. And they get eliminated one at a time by not getting a rose. No, it's nature. <laughs> by killing it flowers. It. it kills it, but it's still. <laughs> no, it's so bad. No. It's, so, it's uncomfortable. And he's like, oh, there's 21 different women falling in love with him at the same time. They go to like really romantic dates. Yeah. And so, they get all like affectionate and, and it's like proper... They're yeah. properly dating. So but there's 21 of them all at the same time. And they time. all have to live in the same house. So and then he dumps them one at a time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Awful each episode it's set up there's a single date. 
where one lackey girl gets to lackey. go on a lackey girl. <laughs> I was going to go lackey gal and then I didn't want to commit to it. <laughs> one lucky girl goes on a single date with The Bachelor. Then we have the awkward group dates, which never end well. Oh, yeah. And then we have the amazing cocktail party where everyone gets very drunk and drama happens. The cocktail parties are so weird. Okay. Because the girls all want to talk to this one mm-hmm. guy, right? Because yeah. they want to be the one. That, see, that's the weird. It's, like, it's yeah. so strange because they're not just trying to get into a relationship and fall in love and be happy. They're trying to win. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's weird. I feel like there's some people who genuinely want to go on for love yeah. and then the rest of them, it's either fame yeah. Or just to get the like, I TV. haven't spoken to him yet. I better go and intro. Hey, mm. talk to me. Talk to me. Yeah, Maddie, talk to me. See, the cocktail parties aren't yeah. good for feminism. I'll give it that much. No. It's um, the show isn't. It's very much like it's not good for society. It's yeah, you're ripping other people down. But I just can't stop watching it. Oh, I it's, can. It's, I to be honest, it was tough to keep watching oh, it. I can't I keep watching. I had this issue where with Maddie J. I didn't watch The Bachelorette with Georgia Love. But I am all of a sudden. You, it's no, happened to you again. I was like, no, we've not watched The Bachelorette together. Um, <laughs> I feel like if anyone wants to, it's um, like you're talking about me and then referring to somebody as love. Yeah. You know how you? You're I like, highly oh, love, come here. It's I, like it's so strange. I highly recommend once you finish with this podcast, go back and listen to our Georgia Love Needs a Man episode. It's very funny. So difficult to we'll do a whole I, I episode about this. this and, right. um, Georgia can't get over that hurdle. I'm glad to see six months in, you still can't figure it out. <laughs> well done. But yeah, Maddie J is our bachelor this year. And literally, all it took was two seconds, and I was in love with Maddie J. I'm like, yep. Did you? Oh, no, just you call didn't me Caddy J. Bachelorette with him, did you? No. no. But I did see the end where he got rejected, and that like broke my heart because he was genuinely heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's the thing. It's just a bunch of people getting heartbroken because mm. they haven't won. I well, don't like it. It's really like full-on audition process too. I've got a friend who I tried to make him go on The Bachelorette with Sophie Monk. He wanted to do it. Yep. And so I full-on did the application. I was there for hours. You need to, from the get-go, you need to have their shirt size and you've got to have their foot size and then you've got to go into like, do you have any skeletons in the closet? Like it's full-on. So I wonder what that's for. <laughs> but like it's crazy and the fact you've literally when you go on to these sort of shows yeah you have nothing to hide you give yourself like pretty much everything you have like I mean obviously you can play a character on it I think they're all but everybody on this from what I saw is playing a character Mm. even like Maddie but it's the weirdest thing because you can like see a person underneath it. It's like the awkwardness of a Tinder date twenty one times in a row. But the thing is, though, I think it was worse than a Tinder date. Oh, Tinder dates are awkward. I know, but this one, like at least on okay. Tinder, no. you, you know the name but of the person you're going to meet. True. On this one, they didn't know until they got into the. Well, limo. see, I'm very confused. Do they know who they are or not? Because like with so. Sophie Monk, yeah, they extended the audition period because it was Sophie Monk. For the Bachelorette. Oh. So people know and people so were auditioning were like, after. Because this one, some of the women in the car were driving up yeah. and they'd be like, oh, my God, look at it. That's Maddie. Oh, my God, I'm so But then some people excited. walk out and there's no reaction. So they knew. Like, it's really, I'd yeah. love to know the bottom of that. Who, if they knew or not. Yeah. But can I just say, though, how much better do you feel knowing Osher Ginsburg's back on Australian TV? Oh, it's like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders. I've I mean, missed him. maybe if they were, he was an Australian Idol, I'd be like, yes, oh, but... No. The Bachelor, nah. I've never known someone to transition so smoothly from one sort of personality into the other as Osha. Is he, it different? 
Well, Andrew G was very much like being all cool and, you know, that surfer sort of look because he was blonde with the shaggy hair. Well, wasn't that just early 2000s though? Well, that's kind of hasn't true. It just, hasn't just time passed? But he didn't go, Casey Donovan, you have won Australian Idol. No, he no. went, and the winner, actually, that wasn't Andrew G. Who was the other one? No, that was Andrew G. who yelled And the out. winner of yes. Australian Idol 2003. Yeah, and now he's all like smooth operator. Which everybody's already he's heard like, because it was in the intro. I'm going to put it out there. Love middle-aged Osher. Love him. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. He's got the same hair. What are you talking about? He just no. wears a suit now. No, his he's hair's completely different. He's just wearing a suit. No. It's got some gel in it and he's wearing no a way. suit. No way. His hair was like super like Justin Bieber sort of in Idol. Nah, it was just spiky and mm. now it's pushed down. No. He's wearing a suit. It's just but, in oh, his formal attire. Just, he is openly said even during the cocktail parties because he does radio in the morning. Yep. He sleeps through the, the cocktail parties. He has a bed yeah. in his trailer, wakes up at the end and goes and breaks someone's heart then goes home. Well, because he doesn't need to be in the cocktail parties no. or anything else. He only needs to be there for the mm-hmm. the eliminations. Are oh. they called eliminations? No, rose, rose ceremony. ceremonies. Gosh. It's so pretentious and Can I awful. just ask, so every year the first episode's always interesting because you see yep. different personalities that's and it, stuff. That's what I was thinking. I was hoping it was going to be like an Australian Idol's audition because oh. those were definitely the best Hi, parts I'm of Georgia. the show. I'm Georgia. <laughs> I'm <Hi>. 21 <laughs> and I need a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to sing you a song. Well, okay, well, that's what I was going to ask you. So we've seen this season already. I'm glad you cut me off because I was about to sing. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you back, girl. I would have regretted that. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. But um, we had a girl suck helium and have a conversation. Yeah. We had someone do rhythmic gymnastics, which was – and then continue to do rhythmic g- yeah, gymnastics. Yeah, that was strange. So I was hoping – because I know in one of the bachelorettes mm-hmm. there was like a goat or something. Um, thank How you. come there it was, was none a, of that? It was a donkey a and donkey. he asked whether his ass looked big in it and I was like, marry that Why? man. And she did. Well, well, she's I with was him. hoping it was going to be that kind of exciting and it wasn't. It, it was just it is. like, <laughs> my name's Jeanette. If you had to meet 22 it people. It would be so awkward because it's, it's just such a strange oh. thing. It's unnatural You'd be and done weird. with flirting by the end. I reckon you put a lot into flirting. If you have to do it, if I had 22 guys come up to me and I had to flirt with every single one of them, I'd be exhausted. I know. You'd run out of things to oh. flirt about. You'd just be like, hang on, I said dress last time. Nice hair. <laughs> Your eyes are really popping with that tie. Yeah. But um, the thing is I was going to ask you, if you were to go into the Batch Mansion and you were going on that red carpet and yep. you had to meet a, like Manny J for the first time, yep. what would you do? <sighs> what would I do? What would be your memorable? <laughs> I try really hard not to sing a song. <laughs> I don't know. I th- Oh, man, that's a tough one. It's- because obviously people think about it like yeah, in the Yeah, you want to do something entertaining. But, there's a but most of them didn't. But there's a difference between doing something that's memorable and doing something that's really embarrassing on Australian yeah, TV. Yeah, that's true. Like someone threw fire the other night and I'm like, really? And like the helium? I think that, that kind was of... Brilliant. I, yeah, I, like that. I think it fell a bit flat. I was like, well, this is just weird. It's, well, I Especially mean, she wouldn't talk to him until mm, she breathed in the helium. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, that's yeah. uncomfortable. See, I don't know. I... I don't even know if I'd actually go in with something. To be honest, I might come in with a, a bunch of really lame prepared jokes God. and just tell them. And then if they don't laugh, you just get back in the limo and leave. Yeah. yeah. I don't need that uh, negativity in my life. I think there'd be life. at least some uncomfortable laughter. That'd be nice. Bachelor, I'm so excited to watch for the whole season. I can't stop talking about it already. It's on tonight and I'm very excited. I See, I plan to never watch a single <gasps> second of it ever again. Why? Never watch another season. 
never watch another episode. Mm. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. And like, I mean, he's attractive. Mm. He's a cute little dude. But, but and I think he's got like a good attitude. But I don't want to watch him uncomfortably, seriously date twenty one different women. I mean, if it wasn't serious dating, I mm. might be more okay. But yeah. the fact is that it's like actually, it's so strange because you want you want this guy yeah. to love you and you want to love him, mm. and you're like putting it on. I'm like, yeah. where do you draw the different the line between real and fake? Amen to that. It's a good note to end on, I think. We're going to go into our next show now. We are the number one aquarium builder in the world. If they can dream it, we can build it. Let's get it off the trailer and let's turn this into an aquarium. Tank only on Animal Planet. All right, it's time for a segment that I am very, very excited about, Georgia. Last season, you had a little segment on the podcast where yep. we would talk, you would literally put the weird and wacky into our weird, wacky intro for Reality Check by picking yep. a weird reality TV show. One that at I random. usually genuinely watch. Mm-hmm. And it either has existed in the past or is running now. Yep. We've had Vanilla Ice going Amish and everything in between. What have you got lined up for us this week? Well, this episode, see, I don't think this one's as obscure. But it is a show I search out. It's called Tanked. Oh, my gosh. Now, this show is about two blokes who run a company. They say it's the biggest in the world. Amazing. They make aquariums. Oh, my God, I love it. They make just like the most amazing aquarium you could think of. And it's awesome. It's so cool. First of all, I did not know Animal Planet did reality TV. I'm very glad to hear that they do. So pretty much guys are making aquariums. A lot of the time for people like public figures that, you know, YouTube stars, Tiger. Tiger from the Kardashians. I love that. I'm sure he'd love to be known by that. Ronan (laughs) Ronan Atwood from YouTube, the prank guy who does the the, um, ball pit in his house. Yeah, because why not? Because why not? Some really cool, just like rich people, really. Howie. Mm. From I think his show's called This Is How We Do It, which is a brilliant name. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but see, when you first told me about this show, I yeah. was like, I've never heard of this. But then when we we were watching it before, I've definitely watched this before. This sort of show. I it's think something- this is one of those ones you kind of like. You flick you, on and you're like, oh. You're like, oh, fish, nice. But, and then forget about it for the rest of your life. I thought initially it was going to be like top model or something, but with aquariums where you had to That make, would like, be a brilliant right? show. Oh, my God. God, mm-hmm. that would be so good. And I was you, so excited because I'm like, you could use like magic sand and stuff and make it really cool and each yeah. week there was a different theme. But this is just as good. I'll give it that much. Yeah. So this one, they tend to make like they build coral like structures that go into the tanks. Mm. So it looks like it's all underwater but it's just like It's awesome. a lie. They can also do like themes, tigers had money. Yeah. And there's, they put like the little holes for fish to swim through and stuff like that. It's really like it's thoughtful. Yeah. They do care about the fish that they're putting in there. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is too, you actually get to learn quite a bit at the same time because before when they release the fish into the aquarium, yep. you get to learn what they are. Yeah, what they tell you stories? about the colours and about the personality of the fish, yeah. what they eat, where they're from. And if you're as shallow as me, every time they drop a fish into the tank, give it a name. It's fun. Yeah. I don't think that's shallow. You reckon? No. Like, let's call it Steve. I think that's quite nice. Um, oh, I'm glad we're on the same page friendly. with this one. Yeah, good on Catherine. But <laughs> even watching it, you're looking at it and you're like, oh, I could go for a cool fish tank. I feel like I've got the same thing I have with like any renovation show that we've watched in the past where you look at an aquarium, you look at yep. a tank and you're like, oh, I could probably do this or like make slight changes because yep. I, I think I know what I'm this doing. this one, 
Mm. Usually I feel that they hit it like perfectly. They get yeah. it. They That's exactly the right tank. There's very – I don't really often have much changes to make. That's a good tank, everybody. Oh, like, mm, I'm happy tank. with that. I can move on to episode three. But how three. cool would it be if you – how cool would it be if you um like got a wall of your house, yes. in your own house turned into like a fish floor tank? floor to ceiling aquarium. Yeah. yeah. And then you could like light it up. The Get lights in the fish. little hallway could be the fish. That would be so cool. Yeah. Eerie. Eerie as hell. Okay. No, but then remember back in the day when like the Nintendo Wii was big? Yeah. And people would throw their remotes through the TVs and stuff? Yep. What happened if you're clumsy like me? Your fish and die. you crashed or something or you broke the aquarium? You'd be in a bit of trouble. Your fish die. And water will spill everywhere. I mean, I think they build them with like really tough glass so that your fish don't die. I would hope so. I think there'd also be a lot of maintenance on these. I want to mm. know if the company also uh, op, um, like offers fish tank maintenance. If well, I was like going to say, because if you get a huge aquarium, that would be very hard to clean. Even yeah. just having a pet fish. Remember the pain of having to get the little yeah. fish out? I'd always have to get those little um, the clam things that clean the tanks. Oh, yeah. They That's were cool. pretty good. The little, they were, mm. I think they were clams. And they clean out the water. That's amazing. They eat all the dirt. Oh. It's excellent. I used to and hate snails. It. You can get snails that clean the glass. What? Yep. See, and here I was getting my little net and catching a little fish. And that not, was terrifying because they'd go like on their sides and you're like, oh God. Oh. And I think a lot of the times the fish tanks are so big that you have to get a scuba diver in to clean the inside of the tank. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> I know there's one where they have um, little tiny, I think they're alligators not crocodiles i don't know little tiny little tiny snappy things in a tank but babies and they rent them and then the guy who they're renting them from comes and feeds them but don't alligators need air yeah they had uh, they had water but then they had a land section yeah it was what happens if they got out that's what i'd be so scared it had really high walls but they were also about like no like 15 centimeters long so you know you could just pick it up Mm-mm. Put it back in. <laughs> nah. And they've had sharks in that tank. There was like two sides to it. One oh side with little alligators and one side with sharks. I would, That'd if I had cool. a shark in my house, first of all, I'd be terrified. Second of all, I'd spend my whole day, every time it was swim near me, going, bottom, <laughs> bottom. Oh man, that would be so much fun. It'd be so great, yeah. Imagine. Just not have a job and just like try and do jaws every I single mean, time. if they're rich enough to be put in a shark tank in their house, mm-hmm. They probably don't work that much. They probably just no. get money from being a CEO or something. Yeah, because CEOs do nothing. Ah, McCain, she's done it again. That was amazing, Georgia. I never thought that a fish tank would be such good watching, but it is. It really I know. Is. So would you watch it again? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's everything I want in reality TV because it's got, like, the funny quirkiness of, like, the regular people on the show and the banter in the office and stuff. Yep. But then you've got, like, full-on reno, but with fish and aquatic life. Fish amazing. and, like, really awesome tanks that look so pretty i would legit if they ever like approached us for one mm-hmm. i just want a finding nemo one so everyone <laughs> in there so you'd have and i'd get really upset you if can't know the fish in finding nemo are from all over different places they're not the same oh. they wouldn't i think you could put nemo and dory in the same tank imagine having a stingray and then getting disappointed <laughs> when they didn't ride have dory she's i think both those fish get sick if you keep them at home I can't remember what their actual names are. So Clownfish and sa- like a Mustang so, or something. Well, they do say that clowns are one of the saddest people. Oh, and dentists. Be nice to your clowns and your dentists. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you need to take away from this episode, guys. Yeah, be nice to clowns and dentists. <laughs> 
So, that's another episode. It is. Time flies when you're having fun, that's for sure. But hey, we had your segment returning. I know, pretty We great. also had our first check-in. So, I think it's been quite the episode, to be honest. Mixing yeah. things up a little bit. Big times. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for joining us for another week. Remember, you can get in contact with us throughout the week on our Facebook page, which is Reality Check, Twitter, which is Reality Check AU, and drumroll, please. I've got nowhere to do a drum roll that the mic will hear. <laughs> George has made a very good attempt at that. We have an email. Hallelujah. We've sent it for a whole season. We're going to get an email. If you have anything you want to say about the podcast, give us any feedback, want to give us a shot, recommend a show for us to review and have a chat about, email. you can get in contact with us at realitycheckpod at gmail.com. Yep. We you could also, uh, if you really enjoyed this episode, give us five stars on our iTunes. Absolutely. We would love to hear and, you know, get some reviews going, get the podcast going up the charts a little bit more because, yeah, we love hearing from you guys and we love to see that you are liking the podcast as much as, much as we're liking to make it. That was a great sentence. That was a good sentence, Catherine. Well done. Yeah, see, that sentence right there was almost as long as the MasterChef finale. Yeah, it sure was. See, yeah, I'm which... influenced by Media Georgia. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should stop there. On that delightful note, because, you know, consumerism. Um, I'm Catherine. I'm Georgia. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye.